calling all baby faces and heels alike. Welcome to the Working Fans Podcast, your place for all things comedy, combat, and wrestling. Reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Working Fans Podcast. Or you can email us at workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. If you're an audio listener, we encourage you to check out our YouTube. Wherever you listen, please make sure you like, rate, review, and subscribe. But for now, please enjoy this episode of the Working Fans Podcast. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Fans, welcome back for Working Fans Comedy Cast, episode 34. This week, we are talking top Eddie Murphy movies. Now, next week on October 12th, we will be talking 531 comedic cameos in movies. October 19th, we'll be doing a 531 on Leslie Nielsen movies. And on October 26th, we are doing a 531 on hilariously bad horror movies. Dave, the comedy cast is back. How are you doing today? The boys are back in town. Yeah. That's a little bit from 48 Hours. There was a band that was singing, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, which is going to be our subject today. I'm doing great, baby, because the boys are back in town. Fired up. Eddie Murphy is one of my favorite comedic actors. I can't believe I haven't done this list already. I know some people are a little young. Some of our fans get to us, and they're like, they got to me like, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Eddie Murphy fan, but here's some lists. They're like, ah, Dr. Doolittle and Shrek. That's cool. But no, <laughs> I'm going to have a little Won't bit more. Won't you smite uh, the good name of Chuck Winchester, who said he never got into Eddie Murphy, but he liked Shrek? I'm not going to get started on that. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> I'll give you my list to kick it off, because I got uh, The Nutty uh, Professor, yeah, Raw, Delirious, okay, Nutty Professor 2, and I Spy. All right, I'm going to go right into Pat Oates before I comment on this because you did the same thing he did, and I want to talk about it. So let me get to Pat first, and we'll talk. All right, Pat's got Boomerang. Pretty good movie. I hadn't seen a lot of people on this list. I forgot about it. Bowfinger, which I feel almost like the way people threw this one in here is the people, this might be a cult classic. Like a few people really love this movie. He's got Harlem Nights, which is a cult classic. I'll get to that later. Raw and Delirious. Okay, love Pat. I threw this list at him real quick. And he might be right and you might be right. But when I threw this out for movies, I looked at those as more stand-up specials. And my buddy Rob, he gave me some stuff too. And I know, I know, because I didn't ask Rob, he didn't think of those. Now, that being said, I just want to point this out. If, if we're going to include them, and it's okay, I mean, whatever, it's already, this is already out. Those are one and two in my book. Like, it don't get no better than Raw and Delirious. I do hate to tell you that they are movies because in the 80s, stand-up, Big stand-up specials didn't necessarily get the release they did now. Mm. 
like Bill Cosby had himself himself, which that came out as a film. And at the time it was like a stand up concert film, like think Kings of comedy yeah, okay. game type thing. Like I get it. That makes sense. And I know it's on the IMDb pages, but there's a lot of shit on the IMDb. Like SmackDown is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I was a little question of that, but all right, if that's it, I mean, it's whatever we already, but I'm just saying like, I would have told because to me, my favorite shit of all time is like raw and delirious. Goody goo goo. Goody goo goo, motherfucker. <laughs> Joe, that girl you brought around was a big foot. All right, baby. You know the one I'm talking about. The halfway. She's a big foot. She's a hairy bitch, big foot. <laughs> oh, man. Like, there's so much Plutum just because of the film mm-hmm. aspect of it from the 80s. And I was kind of struggling to put together a list. I mean, I might have put Dr. Doolittle. I've watched the old 80s movies, but I don't remember them enough that I feel like I could represent them on a top five list. Who do you so, got? Well, I'm going to go with Chevy next. He's got I Spy, a movie with him and Owen Wilson, a little off my radar. He's got Life, a movie with Martin Lawrence. I can't recommend that enough. That is some good shit. Martin Lawrence, there's a scene in it where he just loves his watch and his daddy gave him his watch. And uh, Oh, no, sorry, that's Eddie Murphy. He's always proud about his watch. And Martin Lawrence, and at some point, he's trying to tell him that watch ain't worth that much money. Eddie's like, you ain't shit. Basically, you know, cussing him out. And then Eddie's fooling around with some hooker somewhere and the watch got stolen. And he's like, I'm gonna, he's like, some bitch took my ass, took my watch. He's like, I'm gonna whoop her ass. And and he's like, forget about your daddy's watch. And he's like, you can't even say watch to me no more. Don't even make it look like your moves are, what, you say that, I'm whooping your ass. You ain't gonna have no teeth no more. It's just, it's Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy's chemistry is so off the page here. It's so good. They end up being like old men. They film it as their old men later and they're just awesome together. But anyway, back to Chevy's list. He's got Beverly Hills Cop 1, also a great movie, Axel Foley, Golden Child. It's just some movie I remember fondly in the 80s. I don't know how good it was, but I just remember it was like this old, wise monk man, you know? And like, he would like pick his nose and burp. And I just remember Eddie Murphy saying, you know, I know you're a wise. And he's like, disgusting motherfucker. He's like, you're just going to wipe that on your robe, <laughs> huh? That booger. <laughs> and traded places. <laughs> Just, I, mean, I don't know if people are going to get this humor as much as I am because, like, you have to kind of watch the movies. But, man, I love this shit. Trading Places also with Dan Aykroyd. I mean, the idea that two friggin' stockbrokers just destroyed this man's life over a $1 bet. You know, they destroyed Dan Aykroyd. Like, hey, let's see if we can get this guy who is, you know, on the streets and make him a success. I bet we can do it. And they did the bet for a dollar. I mean... It's a great premise. It's a great movie. I recommend people see Trading Places all day. Nice. Now I'm going to bring you a list from former guest Dame FK. He's got Boomerang, Trading Places, Vampire in Brooklyn, (laughs) Harlem Nights. Yes. And he asked if he could put Dream Girls number five, if not Coming to America. So I gave Dream Girls the number five. And Vampire in Brooklyn. I'll tell you about this movie. I didn't even watch this one. I don't know if it was one of the better ones, but Dave remembers it. That's fine. But this is what I remember. Before I go to school, it's early in the morning. I might, I don't, high school, junior high school. I don't remember. Sitting around. And who's the guy that passed away that was in those Friday movies? The dad, Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. He's in this, right? And he's in the beginning. And me and my dad are watching this. And I don't know if my dad's really paying attention. I'm kind of watching it. And like, Witherspoon is like going in this abandoned ship, right? So you know it's going to be a comedy, but they're playing almost like the horror aspect. And he's like, 
looking around, and he's like, he's a pirate or something, like right in the beginning, no explanation. So it's just John Witherspoon being himself. He's like, ahoy! And he's looking around, and he's like, ahoy! And then John Witherspoon again, he's like, ahoy, motherfucker! And like, my dad just laughs. It was like this well-timed motherfucker, and it's John Witherspoon. And if you just know John Witherspoon, he's a funny, funny man. And that's all I know about that movie. I never got to see the rest of it. I had to go to school. So I'm glad Dave <laughs> yeah. liked it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to look it up tonight. I'm, I'm... <laughs> John Witherspoon. Tell me if I got it right or if I have some weird childhood dream. I'm actually watching a bunch of horror movies because later in the month, we're doing on October 26, hilariously bad horror movies, which yeah. I'm going to also throw in like comedy horror movies in that because... I almost feel like it's one in the same, yeah. but I'm going to be watching serious horror movies, and I feel like Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn could make the hilariously bad one. It could, and we're going to also do a special on horror movies at some point, folks, too. That'll be later in the month. That's my plan. Oh, yeah, we're coming so, ready. Now, Chevy brought some friends this week. All right, we got Kevin and Kyle. We'll do Kevin first. Kevin's got Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, Shrek 4, Dr. Doolittle, and Chevy said yes. He's serious. <laughs> now, on that note, I, I didn't really see Dr. Doolittle. I like the Shrek movies. I don't think I really saw, I don't know, the last one where he had to rescue her and he like was like an actual person for a little while instead of an ogre. It kind of started to lose me a little bit after that. So, but believe uh, it or not, never seen a Shrek movie. Never. Okay. I would say the first one and maybe the second one are pretty good. Worth checking out. Probably get a kick out of it. There's like a beginning. I remember like when they first. I forget somebody was using magic or something and they're like he's like they're like you never seen a talking donkey i'm a talking donkey you know, this whole thing and then he starts like getting floated in the air like in the jedi you know like remember when luke skywalker did the c3po you know the creep oh yeah he walks yeah so he's like flying around he's like i'm a flying talking donkey and it's just like this kind of hilarious look at that you have to see it but i don't know i like the first one and the second one i would say those are worth checking out after that maybe not but it's been years joe don't quote me now, we got Kyle, but go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're next. I'm fired up. No, give us Kyle. Uh, Kyle. <laughs> Motherfucking Kyle here. Uh, Kyle's got Kyle. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we got Mulan. <laughs> I Spy. <laughs> Daddy Daycare. Shrek and Shrek 2. So what we learned here is Chevy's friends are big Shrek fans, it turns out. I and I spy, I don't think it's enough credit. I saw that in theaters when it came out, and I just like the way Eddie Murphy kind of got into that role. Mm. Who knew years later, like, God, if that never happened, we would have had to fucking take what's his name, old Bill Cosby, out of the old I spy. Thank God he oh. replaced him. <laughs> Owen Wilson is the other guy in that, too, right? Yes, he is. That was a great yeah. movie. Now, yeah. next up. I got Sean McIver from the Mothership Facebook group on Facebook. He's got Raw, Beverly Hills Cop 1, Coming to America, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Very good. Very good. I remember, I don't know if it's Beverly Hills Cop 1 or 2. So there's Judge Reinhold is in this. And he was like this tall, goofy looking guy who was in a lot of 80s comedies. He was like Fast Times at Richmond High. And then there's the other heavy set cop. cop. That's in this movie. And I just remember they're going to a strip club and like they're trying to get a table. And Eddie Murphy's like, What do you mean we can't get a table? He's like, he's like, this guy's just like, he goes, This this is President Daryl Ford. 
He has the right to be here just like everybody else. He wants to shake his ass and see some fine-looking women just like everybody else. Now get us to see. And it's just like, and ah, even a better story. Joe will get this. I'm not going to give the person's name. There's a famous scene. It's in the first one, I believe, where he sticks a banana like in the tailpipe. All right. Now, there's this girl I know. Very sweet. Very innocent. Very honest. And we knew each other many, many years ago. And she did not like this woman who used to harass her at this place we worked at. And this woman was, a lot of people did not like this woman. She was very tough. So this very sweet innocent girl goes up to me and she's like, ah, I want to get this lady. I want to like, just get her back. I don't like her. She's mean to everybody, but I don't want to be anything too bad. She's like, I want to do something maybe to a car, but nothing too bad. And I thought banana and tailpipe was so ridiculous. But I was like, could put a banana on your tailpipe. Kind of threw it offhand, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know if it really works. But supposedly we'll maybe blow out a tailpipe or something, stop your car, blah, blah, blah. I was like, and I'm like reality is I don't think it does anything. No, you know, this makes Not sense. back up the CO2 into the vents of the car and possibly kill her over time as she's driving. <laughs> so anyway, one day this girl, I forgot about it. I said it offhand. I didn't think nothing of it. And one girl, this very innocent girl, who says, nothing wrong ever. I said, uh, hey, how's it going? It's like a Tuesday or something. She's like, it's okay. I can't wait for Thursday. And I was like, what? what's Thursday? And she looks at me, and she says it almost like in a zombie-like voice. She goes, banana day. <laughs> she fucking, she shoved the banana up the bitch's tailpipe. And when I went back to work the next day, apparently the car just started making noise. And, you know, they pulled over. And she's like, they're telling, like, they're telling me. And they're like, she ain't going to believe what I found in my car. And I'm like, I lost it already. I couldn't hold it together. But I had to play it off. So I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, this sounds crazy. I'm like, I'm sorry. Someone just tell me jokes. You know? like, <laughs> she's like, tell me somebody put a banana in my tailpipe. And I immediately started lost it. I'm like, I'm like, a banana in the tailpipe? How ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, that was my idea, bitch. I didn't know she was going to do it, but it's pretty hilarious. So that's what I think of whenever I think of Beverly Hills Cop. Oh man, long story short, Dave's throwing a banana in that girl's tailpipe. Now, next up, I got a list from Courtney West from the Mothership Facebook group. Got halfway out as a Bigfoot. Anyway, they've got coming to America 48 hours. (laughs) Nutty Professor, Golden Child, and Boomerang. (laughs) Boomerang, baby. Nah, anyway. Boomerang, that's the fuck out of this segment. (laughs) I'm just going to go to Rob's list. Real quick, because he only had a couple. I hit him yesterday, and you know, we're, I only gave him a day's notice. And I said, Rob, we're end up we're gonna close this thing up short. He goes, Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, blah blah. And he said, Bowfinger and trading places. And I said, Ah, that's funny. And I told him what somebody else had to say about Bowfinger. We haven't got to that person's list yet, but I will. And he said, I could watch that movie all day, which is funny because I remember seeing Bowfinger in the theater with Rob, and I remember him laughing his ass off at it. And I know. Steve Martin's in the film as well. But I don't remember much about the film, and I don't remember being overly crazy about it. But apparently a few people love that movie, and I might have to go check that one out again. I will tell you who's crazy about it. Cobby Rollman from the Mothership Facebook group. They've got 48 Hours, yes. Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, Trading Places, and Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Fucking A, man. 48 Hours is good, too. They get away with a lot of racial shit you probably couldn't get away with nowadays. But I remember watching just the chemistry of Murphy and Nolte and just the little funny things they would do and 
Like, of course, it's very famous for, I think, Eddie Murphy in that prison scene when nobody's going to get him. And he's like singing, like, Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to put on a red light. And <laughs> Murphy, you know, nobody's just trying to get his attention, you know, like, have it. And he like ends up like says that it's loud in his ear. He's like, are you crazy, motherfucker? You could go deaf. And they end up, uh, they end up going in the bar later in that film, too. It's another great scene, too, where Murphy's like, you know, if I had a gun and a badge, I could do what you do. And Nolte's like, oh, yeah, there you go. And so he took the badge and the gun, and he got some guy told him, he's like, I'm looking for answers. And he's like, get me a drink. And he's like, yeah, I'll get you a black Russian. And then Murphy, of course, a black Russian. And then he just fucking throws the fucking glass, ends up breaking a bunch of glass bottles in the bar and shot somebody in the leg. Trust me, it's hilarious. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesse from New Hampshire. He's got Coming to America, Dr. Doolittle, The Nutty Professor, Shrek, and God bless his soul. He's probably the only one who has this fucking film on there, but I kind of liked it too. Norbit. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, I don't see a lot of Norbit. No, it's not going to be. I actually read this earlier. I think, oh, no, Pete. We were having breakfast today. <clears throat> My boy I was looking up Eddie Murphy movie because he's young. And he's like, oh, Norbit. We forgot about Norbit. I'm like, I didn't forget about fucking Norbit. <laughs> he's dressed up as like this heavyset black lady. And she's singing, don't you wish your girl was hot like me? <laughs> nah, sorry, Joe. Anyway. Next up, I got Richard Alfonso from the Mothership Facebook group. Big he's foot bitch. Trading places. <laughs> 48 hours. Beverly Hills Cop. Raw. And he had best defense with crying face emojis. I didn't know what best defense was. It looks like it was Eddie Murphy's second movie. Oh, no shit. Wow. Oh, that is some old school shit. I'd be interested in seeing that. I'm sure it's not that great, but it probably yeah. might be hilariously bad. All right, Mike Catterwall from the Mikey and Fred Facebook page. Wrestling guy. He sends us a list here. He's got Coming to America, Daddy Daycare, Beverly Hills Cop, Nutty Professor and Trading Places. All right. Coming to America, because I've had stories about everything. One of my favorite lines in that movie, and I told Joe this recently, is a very random scene where they're going, for those who don't know, it's like Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy are coming to America to basically find his queen. And they don't want everybody to know that he's this rich prince from Africa, and he's basically trying to live modest so no one will understand it. Like, he's got all this money. So they find this crappy place in Queens, New York, and the apartment. And as they're going there, this guy comes falling down the stairs and he hits every steps. And the slumlord just yells at him, yo, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit again, neither. You conscious. <laughs> I do that to my cat. <laughs> I don't know why. He just starts sleeping. And I just yell at him. Sometimes he tries to claw at me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, breaking news. I just got a list. From the Mothership Facebook group from Robert Hembry. He's got mm. Coming to America, Harlem Nights, 48 Hours, Delirious, and Norbit. Love him. Love that. I think there's like the, uh, they're serving up the turkey in that movie too. And you could have like the leg and then they had like the turkey's ass. It's like this scene that had a pair of butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and also he plays this white, he plays this racist Asian guy named Wong. And, uh, he found Norbit on his like doorsteps and he's telling Eddie Murphy, he's like, he's like, yes, trouble very fast. Something like that. And he's like, but black men faster. 
And Eddie Murphy's like, that's racist. And Norbert's, and Wong is like, yes, Wong is very racist. <laughs> like he gets the baby on his doorsteps and he just literally looks at him and he goes, oh, ugly black one. You can't give these away. <laughs> so bad. It's and Eddie so Murphy funny. plays a lot of those characters. He's so good for being able to morph into different characters. I believe he played the old Jewish guy in one of his movies that I can't oh, fucking remember right it's now. It's coming to America. It's coming to America, which is another great scene where everybody are talking about boxers. I thought we were just talking about you in this, where they're all talking to sit at the barbershop and somebody's This is the about segment it. where we get Dave to say all the racist shit. Just like, no, nah, I'm quoting movies. <laughs> Fine. I'm quoting like Muhammad Ali, and they're talking about you know like, who's that guy today everybody loves like Mike Tyson looked like a bulldog you know and they talk about and then they go Joe Frazier was the greatest blah blah Joe Lewis was the best blah blah and so the old white Jewish guy goes what about Rocky Marciano you know and, and everybody's like ah Marciano ain't shit and then he goes he beat Joe Lewis's ass and the other guy's like. Another guy in the barbershop, I think it was Arsenio, was like, that's true, he did whoop Joe Lewis's ass. And everybody, <laughs> one barber's like, bullshit, Joe Lewis was 100 years old when that, when that happened. I know for a fact. I talked to Dr. Luther King, and Dr. Martin Luther King told me Joe Lewis was 104. And I'm like, you don't know no Dr. All right, so that's that scene. It's awesome. Check it out. Now, I'm going to move on at a little you bit better of a move on. pace because we got a lot of lists, so I got – James Castillo from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got Beverly Hills Cop 1, Coming to America, Delirious, Shrek, and Mulan. Mulan! Yeah, that's great. Another great movie, animated series. Ryan Bendick from the Mothership Facebook group had Radio, Raw, Daddy Daycare, and Life. He was in radio? Uh, Apparently. That's the one with Cooper Gooden Jr., right? Yeah. Uh, he's all like, yeah, he's retarded. Yeah, that's too well, bad. Where, <laughs> I'm wearing, dude. Stress knees. <laughs> we're going to go off the rails quick. <laughs> oh, I think we went off the rails, brought it back, and then we're like, fuck it, let's go off-roading again for a minute. Your girl's a Bigfoot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got Randy Miller, who's got Dream Girls, Trading Places, Dolomite is my name. Great movie on Netflix. Very funny, but just really a great movie. Talks about becoming the character. Like it's basically the story behind the guy who invented Dolomite. It's tremendous. Beverly Hills Cop and Coming to America. So shout out to Randy. Great list. Nice. I got Nate Luthart from the Mothership Facebook group who's got Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop 2, another 48 Hours, and an unpopular opinion, Showtime. He says, fight him. And he's also got honorable mention trading places. Okay, so back up one of those movies there. Uh, read me his list again. I'm sorry. Just I'll stop you. Beverly Hills Cop, no. 48 Hours. Another Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, another 48 Hours. Another, yeah. Okay. That's the one. It was more like it came out years after the first one. For some reason, they made it again. But there's another scene on that where basically they're doing the prison scene again, too. And he's like, he's singing on the bus. And he's like singing this James Brown. And he's like, I got to kiss myself, baby, 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 baby. You know? <laughs> and then this guy just goes to shoot him. And the fucking bus flips over like a bunch of fucking times. It's ridiculous. It looks like something out of like a crazy action sequence. And yeah. I think that's the great thing about 48 Hours is that it's kind of like an action cop film. 
but also the comedy is just really good. <clears throat> Definitely see 48 Hours before you see another 48 Hours. I don't know about another 48 Hours. Like I, I liked it, but that's because I'm a Murphy. Now, I'm going to bring you a couple lists from the Rock and Randy's Rock and Wrestling Group. First we up, we got Kevin Dignam. He's got Coming to America, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, Shrek, and Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. So let's talk about that for a minute. Harlem Nights. <laughs> I remember my wife told me she was worried about one of her teeth going rotten. And there's a scene in the beginning of Harlem Nights where there's this gap tooth guy where he's trying to roll dice and they're playing craps or something. And a little kid who's supposed to be young, Eddie Murphy, rolls in. And he's like, get that fucking kid out of here. They're bad luck. And Richard Pryor owns the building. It's like, look, this is Ray's place. He's like, so that's what the sign says. So he's staying. Don't worry about him. Roll the dice. And so he rolls the dice, he craps out, and he's like, ah, shit, I told you this kid bring me bad luck. And they're like, look, you snaggletooth motherfucker. All right? <laughs> you were paid, we won, we'd have paid you. But you did it. Now go home and brush that tooth. All right? <laughs> and so I remember I sent that picture to my ex-wife. She fucking rolled for days. She actually wasn't even mad at me. Although we did get divorced. Who knows? <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, then that scene, too. Basically, the guy pulls a knife on Pryor. And Pryor's looking for the gun under the table. And he basically says, hold on, I got to tell you something. He's trying to get the gun because he's got to pull it just to scare the guy. And then the guy has a knife to his like, What the fuck you want to tell me, man? We've grown again. And then he just gets shot in the head. So Eddie Murphy just shoots him in the head as a kid. And Pryor's just like, damn, I guess he did have bad luck with kids. So, <laughs> it's a great scene. Della Reese is in the movie. She gets into a fight with Eddie Murphy when he gets older. And he ends up like, Ends up hitting her in the head with a garbage can lid after she beat the shit out of him. So he had to use a garbage can lid to kind of like <laughs> knock her down. And basically, he thinks he's safe. And this is before The Undertaker and Della Reese does a stand up. And she's like, Oh, you want to hit people over the head with garbage can lids? Now I got to cut you. <laughs> and he ends up shooting her in her toe. It's fucking great. Check that movie out. <laughs> All right. Now, list. what list do you got for us? I got Randy Oscar. It's my turn. All right, Randy Oscar, Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, 48 Hours, Trading Places. I don't think I've seen this movie, but I think it has Ben Stiller in it, Tower Heist. Yes, it does. I was going to include it only because me and my dad tried watching it over the last couple of years that we had gone up to Maine, and I fell asleep during it both times. So, like, the Mm. second time I went to watch it with him, he's like, haven't we already seen this? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know how it turns out yet. <laughs> and that was almost like yeah, that's <laughs> almost like the new return to movies for Eddie Murphy after what seemed like a little bit of a layoff. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, Ben Stiller was a hot commodity at that time, I want to say, too, when that movie came out. Maybe it had been the tail end, but like he was still pretty relevant. So, But yeah, I yeah. like you, man, I don't remember really... Uh, <clears throat> I don't think it was one of my favorite movies. Everything else on this list, though, I mean... Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, Trading Places. That's all stuff that we all loved. Now, how many more lists you got? I got three and two partials. And myself. Want me to read the partials? Yeah, get the partials out of the way, then I'll do two. All right. Pete's got Nutty Professor, and that's it. He says, one, two, five. That's the best. Go fuck yourself. And then we got Zach St. John somewhere here. Hold on a second. And he said, wasn't a huge Murphy guy, but I love Beverly Hills Cop movies. LOL. All right. So that's Zach. And then did I give you Mike Flynn? No, I didn't. I just did Randy, right? Before we yep. finish. Yeah. So we got one, two, three, and myself. So you want to do another right. one? Give us another one. 
All right, let's go with Flynn. Admittedly, not the biggest Eddie Murphy fan, but trading placers, Bowfinger, coming to America, Shrek, Nutty Professor. Now, next up, I got Harry Priest from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got Beverly Hills Cop 2, 48 hours, another 48 hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 3, purely a purely objective list, and then there were three crying emojis. That's funny. Oh, I have to say, it's interesting. Um, Laughing, crying, not crying, crying. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> not gonna kill himself or anything. Yeah, I gotta say, it's funny how many people have like Forty Eight Hours and you know, like some of these other movies. Like I thought for sure, Coming to America, Trading Places would be on here. But it's interesting to see how many like people had Bowfinger and Forty Eight Hours and some of these other movies. Like to me, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, and Coming to America are some of the quintessential like Murphy films. Now, Michael Herrick has Coming to America. Trading Places, Life, The Distinguished Gentleman, Beverly Hills Cop. Distinguished Gentleman's another good one. I'm going to go right into uh, Scott from Voluntown, though. He's got The Golden Child, Coming to America, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, and 48 Hours. And also he had said, you back to doing comedy stuff? <laughs> like, yeah, you bet your ass, Voluntown. We back, baby. We, oh, we back. dropping in week after week. Now give me so another get, real quick. So I get tired. She tell me what to do. <laughs> you bring your big foot in my home. She wraps my stairs. <laughs> All right, she can't. She can't walk a flight of stairs. Tell that bitch she's not trained well. <laughs> Climb the fuck out of a tree, though, don't she? All right. This is how much Dave loves Eddie Murphy. Like he's doing it all throughout this episode, but like. When we're just sitting around joking before an episode, we could go back and forth on different bits. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times, like, take off my shoes and I just go, my shoe. <laughs> you bring a random person over, I'm like, goody goo goo. <laughs> I get the fuck out of here. I, I thought, thought I was learning some, some new Spanish shit. <laughs> All right. I got Jake St. John here. You know him. That He's ain't furniture. That's a piece of shit. That's a piece of shit. Not Zach St. John. That's the real ZSJ. <laughs> this is Jake St. John, baby. This is the big brother. We're going big oh, brother. Oh, of Diamonds available on Amazon. Get it. That's right. Yeah. Not a piece of shit like on my coffee table. <laughs> I mean, not. I kicked that dog in my head. I giggled my motherfucking head off. That's from the show, by the way. We're not kicking dogs on here. I don't even have a dog no more. Anyway. <laughs> Died. Sorry. <laughs> we got... Jake's got Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, Shrek, Bowfinger, and he put in parentheses, fuck you, I enjoyed it. <laughs> and <laughs> the Golden A lot Child. of other people, Jake. Yeah, it turns out a lot of people do, Jake, so I hope you listen to this episode and you hear that out. And uh, the Golden Child. That's it for me, other than myself. Now, next up, <clears throat> I'll give you three lists real quick, and then we'll end on you. I got sure. Mark R. Sandlin, who's got 48 Hours, Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Beverly Hills Cop 1, hmm. Vampire in Brooklyn. Hell yeah. We got, motherfucker. we got Anthony Sprott, who has Beverly Hills Cop, hmm. Trading Places, 48 Hours, Raw, and Shrek. Yeah. And we're going to end my list anyways with the head of the Buzz Podcast Network, Archie Spagnolo. He has Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, Shrek, Daddy daycare and another 48 hours. And that's all uh, I got. That's all right, man. I was hoping to get a raw. <laughs> we didn't even talk about raw. <laughs> I was actually talking about this is part in raw. <laughs> Fuck you. I got a story. <laughs> we were talking about the other night. I was with my girl and her kids. And they don't know what I'm quoting. But they were talking about something about you don't have something for a while. So you really enjoy it. 
And there's this great bit in Raw where Eddie's basically calling out women for like not, you know, giving up that pussy to their man when <laughs> they really like him. And they're like, if you like him, you should fuck him. Fuck you if you're not gonna fuck him. Don't make him wait. Why are you making him wait? And then fellas, they suddenly with him. They're like, you ever see some guy? Like uh, he's a pretty good looking guy, and he's like, what, like a so-so girl? And you wonder how the hell that happened? And he's like, yeah, how the hell that happened? It's like because she made him wait, and then when he finally had sex with her, it was like the best pussy he ever had. No, it's not that great. You just waited so long. It'd be like if somebody threw you a cracker in prison and you were starving, you had eight days. You're like, God damn, that's a good cracker. What's that, a Ritz? That ain't no ordinary cracker. That's some gold make shit. <laughs> now, what part of this did you quote to the kids? Just the cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I left the word shit out for a second. So, not knowing we could include Raw and Delirious, here was my list. I got 48 Hours, Trading Places, Dolomite is my name, Coming to America, Life, and ba 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 Jake Rule, Harlem Nights. Damn. That's how we close out the show, baby. Now we got to pick a list. We were all fucking crazy. So, (laughs) I'm going to say I remember 48 Hours. Coming to America, and fuck, it's either Trading Places or Beverly Hills Cop, but fuck you. It's my favorite episode. I'm going with fucking Trading Places. <laughs> Banana now, and the tailpipe still rules, though. <laughs> now, which of these do you see going first? All right. Unlike, I'm a traditional. I'm not. I'm going to break traditional a little bit. I'm going to kick out 48 Hours, because I even though it was a film that launched him, I think the other two were bigger movies for him. All right? Yeah. And I think Trading Places is great. I love it. But at the end of the day, I think Coming to America was just like his biggest film. And I think it's the one that really kind of launched his career even more. And everybody was just so excited when they were finally coming out with a sequel decades later. Now, if I'm not mistaken, 48 Hours was his first movie. Definitely Mm -hmm. a hit. But Coming to America, I mean, you talk about it all the time. Just what, last year or earlier this year when the sequel got released? People went nuts for that new movie. And guys, you know what the music means. We got our top one. Remember to check in next week for top comedic cameos in movies. The 19th, we got Leslie Nielsen movies. And on the 26th, hilariously bad horror movies. Guys, my cool. dick. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.